0: Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker-Steel. Make sure you guys check me out on Twitter, ask Skywalker-Steel. Hey, game's over. Put it behind us. We'll talk some more about it. I'm pretty sure you guys got some things to say, so call in. Also, we'll have my guy, my bro, the Roundtable Brethren, Foots the King, joining me here shortly to... Fall in and talk about this Raiders defense. Um, that's where we'll look at today first, man. How the Cowboys offense can bounce back against this Raiders defense. They're ripe for the picking. They are ripe for the picking, but you gotta be careful. They got some players over there. They got some players, man. I'm also going to talk about a we. We are going to talk about this one thing that the Cowboys have to get back right. On offense, that really, if you look at the last five weeks, hasn't been that great. Hasn't been that great, guys. But with that said, with that said, man, shout outs are in order. What's up, Mark Davis C. Fresh Fade says rebound time. Absolutely, man. Dario uh, TC915 in the building. Iceberg Q. What's up, EBZ, Manny Ramos, Bo Jelks, DJ's World. Uh, Who else we got up in here? Kelly on Facebook. A lot of Facebook in the building. A lot of Facebook. Uh, CJ Richards, Peter, Manny Ramos. And I'm still looking here. Scotty Laxton, Flo, Lord Nova. We got Marcelo, Adrian. And a lot of our day ones are up in here. Bo Jelk, some members in the building too. Salute to y'all. Charlene, Alpha Mason, uh, David C, Adam, and many more coming through. Appreciate you guys. Sean says Sky. All the haters at work yesterday couldn't wait to come in talking smack. You know how that go. I, I really don't miss that, to be honest with you, in regards to going into the office. I don't miss that at all. Um we I'm I'm from PA, as y'all know, and a lot of Eagles fans and things like that. They like to talk they talk they mess. And Foots, Foots is from the DC area, is from DC, so he's probably used to a lot of smack. Uh, trash talking in regard to the Washington Washingtons, but they ain't have too much to talk about today. So uh, once Foots comes in here, we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, we have to move on, man. As you guys see it right below, Cowboys versus Raiders first look because it's Tuesday and the Cowboys play on Thursday. Now, you guys want to call in, you can. You can call in and we'll, we'll continue to go over what happened on Sunday. But just make sure that if you do want to talk about Sunday, at some point in your t- in your conversation, we do talk about the Raiders because we only got two days, all right? We only got two days. Uh, it was a short week, and I got to figure out how the Cowboys can get back on track here. Iceberg Q, you just said something very interesting. He says, 12 personnel, bring it back. Now, that that wasn't the one thing I was talking about, but that is part of what I mean. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll tease it. I'll talk about it right now. I'll wait for it. More folk to come up in here before we hit the roundup. Uh, we have to get this running game back on track. I'm not asking for the running game to be 200 yards like we did earlier in the season. I'm not asking for that. I'm just asking for it to be productive again. It's it's been very lackluster. If you go back and look over the last, really since the the, the Patriots game, the Giants game of the last five weeks, one, two, three, four, five, most yards rushing they had was 122. And that was against the New England Patriots. Other than that, 78-78, 82-114. And the 43-3 blowout was at 114. So I feel like the Cowboys need to get this ground game back on track so it can help open up uh, other things when you run into these teams that are going to want to play you like the uh, Chiefs did play you last week. And the reason why I say Iceberg Q, very interesting point, you bring up about the 12 personnel, If Amari Cooper is going to be out, which he is, if CeeDee Lamb is going to be out, uh, which we'll talk about in the roundup, you almost have no choice but to go back to that 12 personnel and try to get something going in that ground game and also in the passing game, too. So you may see more Dalton Schultz moving forward if Dalton Schultz has a better game. He came on late in that fourth quarter, but earlier in the game, he kind of was MIA. So uh, pretty good point. Manny says it's not the same without Jarwin. Jarwin really hasn't been a fact, and that, you all know, know me. I'm a Jarwin stand, but Jarwin really hasn't been a factor in the passing game uh, that much. Now he has, I think, he has two touchdowns in the red zone, so you could be missing him there. Um, and I do like Sean McEwen blocking in the twelve personnel, but yeah, they, they got to try something. They got to try something. Dario says too many drops, and Marcelo says is CD out. Well. Let's talk about that now in the roundup because I thought for sure, 100%, he's not playing. Let's take a listen to uh, what some of the folks in the front office are talking about with CeeDee Lamb in the roundup.
1: At them, it's about that sound. time! It's time! It's
2: time! It's time! It's time! It's time!
3: It is time for...
0: It's time. For the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. This is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. And right now, over at Texas Family Fitness, they have a Black Friday sale where you can get started for $0 enrollment. Don't wait until the new year to get started on your fitness journey. Start accomplishing your goals today at the best gym in the DFW area. So make sure if you want to check out Texas Family Fitness, you can do it in person at any of the nine locations in the DFW area or head on over to TexasFamilyFitness.com for more information on how to get your fitness journey started. Right off the bat, there's some some really good news. Really, all three of these things in in the roundup is is good news, in my opinion. Uh, But Demarcus Lawrence, you know, I wasn't expecting D-Law until December, and it looks like that's... Going to happen. Uh, according to Mike McCarthy, Demarcus Lawrence will start his 21 day practice window shortly, says McCarthy, and they are optimistic um, that he could play fairly soon. Now, obviously, he's ruled out for Thursday. He's not going to play Thursday, but next Thursday against the Saints, it's very possible. It's very possible. So uh, keep your ears and eyes open. On Demarcus Lawrence's return, and he could be a, he, he will be a welcome sight to help with the pass rush. To help, one Michael Parsons. Real quick before I move on, Michael Parsons just continues to do ridiculous things. Michael Parsons became the first player in NFL history, not 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 rookie, not history. <laughs> to record at least five sacks, 25 tackles, double-digit tackles for loss, and multiple forced fumbles in a four-game span since 1999. That's when tackles for loss became a statistic. So he's just continues to make history, man. And I'm at this point where – because here's the conversation. Here's the low-hanging fruit. Here's the the, the, the clickety-clackety. Where are you going to play Micah? Micah, I don't give a damn. Put him on the field. Put him on the field. Game to game. They'll figure it out. And – what the coaches decide to do, all right, cool. Go wreck Havoc, man. Dude is an absolute animal. Uh, man, we're lucky. We're lucky. C.D. Lamb. Now, y'all know me. I, I said this yesterday. I said this in the post game. I, I did not expect to have C.D. Lamb. Part of me still does not expect to have C.D. Lamb. It's a concussion, and you would think the NFL is not playing about these concussions, but, you know. Steven went on 105 through the fan and said, CD is doing really well. He'll have an opportunity to play Thursday. If he, if he were having any issues today, then you'd probably be a little leery. But they're optimistic because he's feeling better. He'll start his protocol right away. And if he, like I said, if he's having any issues, they'll be a little leery. But so far, he's doing well, and he'll have to go through all the testing. To me, it feels a little bit of, feels like gamesmanship. I don't know that you risk it. Now with these concussion protocols now, Lamb, you know, Lamb and players and we've been all through this if you play football, you you fight it through, you act like everything is good, but these are doctors paid a lot of money. These are franchises worth billions of dollars. I don't think they're going to allow CD Lamb to go out there if he's not 100% removed of those cobwebs from the concussion. I don't know about y'all, but How y'all feeling about CD lamb? You think this is gamesmanship or do you think he really plays? Even if he's feeling better, I don't even know if I do that, man. I mean, that's was one for all the concussion stuff, you know, 15 years ago, you might be like, ah, whatever, get back out there. But what we know now, this might be a game. He has to sit out. It just might be a game. He has to sit out, but Hey, listen, if he's good to go, He's 100%, and he feels that way, and, and the doctors say he's cool. Hey, we need him, so I welcome him back. <laughs> Tyron Smith is finally expected to play this week per Stephen Jones and Mike McCarthy and everybody else over there. They, bearing some unfor- barring some unforeseen setback this week, he should be ready to play this Thursday, says Stephen Jones. They also believe, though, that this is the type of injury that unfortunately will linger a little bit. So, you know, Tyron has shown to be, by not playing, (laughs) the the second most, if not the most important player on this team, man. Still. Still. Especially when you're going up against some guys that, in a scheme, that can give the Cowboys offensive line trouble. And that was one in in Kansas City. You know, they had players up there, Frank Clark and Chris Jones, and then the scheme, and then when you lose your skill players – it makes that scheme look even better. So this week, they go up against the Raiders. The Raiders. They're going to need him. They're going to need Tyron Smith. Listen, y'all, you know, they may not be household names to most fans. And we'll talk about it today because this is about the Dallas, or this is about the Las Vegas. I be want to say Oakland so bad. The Las Vegas Raiders. But Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby are no slouches at all. So I'm hoping Tyron Smith is able to play. Come on, pull up here. Pull up here. I'm hoping Tyron Smith is able to play because T- Terrence still's been up and down at left tackle. You know, one one good game, couple bad games. And the one good game, we we kind of figured they should have a bounce back game against that pass rush because you know, Atlanta's pass rush really wasn't that good. Um, not the case here. Not the case here at all with Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe. And all all the more reason to get your ground game going uh, this week. And we'll talk about why they can in regards to statist- statistically and up the middle and how they're kind of soft. Uh, but real quick, I think my boy is in the building, man. I think my boy is in the building. Real quick, let me, You everybody else. Bring my guy Brad in. No, I ain't going to do that to you, Foots. (laughs) And bring my guy Foots in here. What's up, Foots?
2: Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, Scott? Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm running around with the kiddos, but I got some time uh, to chat.
0: I I appreciate my boy. By the way, if y'all don't know who this is, this is Foots the King. So let's give him a round of applause as he comes through here of Cowboys Nation TV, of the round table, my good brother, man. I'm glad you could join me, and uh, I, I needed I needed to talk to somebody after that game. I, I know I want to move on real quick, but just kind of give me your y- your general thoughts about that Chiefs game before we kind of talk about these Raiders here, man.
2: Hey, man, couldn't get going. Um, no need to panic. You woke up the next day seven and three, Sky, but you couldn't yeah. get going. The offense, everybody had a shot. Head coach had a shot. I mean, failed. I wouldn't say failed, but didn't do their job. Um, Kellen Moore, Dak, drops, yeah, bad old line play. So when it all comes together like that, um, and there's no one person to blame, um, but when it all comes together like that, it could be a bad thing. And, um, you know, you, you you didn't take advantage of the opportunity that you had. I thought the defense played well. I think that Micah Parsons is clearly in the defensive player of, of the year. year uh, realm. <laughs> Yeah, of the year. Yeah, you're not rookie. Rookie's locked up. He already has more ch- sacks than Chase Young had um, last year. So, and he's in there's what eight games left, Sky, or seven games left. So um, he's he's clearly I wouldn't. He, he just can do more than a player like a Young. But now we're seeing that he's at I don't even know if he's 21 yet. Better than a lot of these grown men just because. He just has those skills. So it's glad. I'm glad that we have him on our defense. The game is slowing down for him. Yeah. I thought the defense as a whole held up, um, especially in the second half. So that's something to build on going into this Oakland game. We didn't play our best. We woke up 7-3, Sky. It's time to move on.
0: Indeed, man. And listen, you know, it's one of these games where every team faces adversity, faces games like this throughout the year, every Super Bowl team. So you just have to learn from it, right? And um, one of the that's things I think they can learn from is – there is. I, I don't. I don't want to be this way. But but there is a blueprint, and you're probably like, "What do you mean, Sky?" But I said this before. The blueprint is: is Tyron Smith out, Are our receivers out? The blueprint. Okay, come get Dak Prescott, and good luck, Noah Brown, said Wilson and Michael Gallup. That's that, that's the blueprint. <laughs> Hope that the Cowboys' best players are out, and then blitz them. That that's it. That's truly it.
2: Absolutely, Sky. Absolutely.
0: But we're moving on now. Raiders on Thursday Thanksgiving game. How and I want to talk about the defense and the reason why I wanted to hit you up about their defense, because we both were, fr- were fans of Trayvon Moore, uh coming out. And I'm like, man, what better person to talk to than Foots about about the safety position and about the defense in general, because we did a bunch of different um, draft shows in the offseason. And they got some players over there, Foots. Statistically, if you look at them, they're very middling in some in some statistics and really at the bottom of the league. But when you got players and you got a solid scheme run by Gus Bradley, who we should be familiar with because that's Dan Quinn's boy. Um, Gus Bradley right. coach, coached in the Legion of Boom. He built the Legion of Boom. Dan Quinn took over and took them to new heights. Uh, but this is a defense that is more, in my opinion, a rally and tackle defense um, and and when you don't, you can get they can get got like it did against the Chiefs when the yards after catch pretty ate, ate them up, uh, pretty bad foots. But kind of your overall thoughts on this Gus Bradley uh, Raiders D?
2: Um, you know, a physical bunch, man. It's kind of weird. I, I look at them as like their layers of the cake don't all taste the same. Mm. So Yannick and Max are really good, really good. Corey Littleton is kind of the weak link. Their run game isn't where it should be. I mean, their run defense is where it should be. And they have players on the back end, but then there are some pieces of the cake on that back end that Dallas can take advantage of. Tremont Moore is a great player. I think he would have been a great player in Dallas as well. Um, he's showing that. But I think that Dak can take advantage of a guy like Abel. Gets a little um, – oh, he, 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 he plays excited. Um, and sometimes at the safety position, doesn't play with his eyes, takes a lot of chances, and the ball goes over his head a lot. Um, but defensively, this team isn't the best, but they have players, but right. you can move the ball. It's, it's really weird. Like, it's really weird. Like, if you let Max Crosby wreck your game, he's going to wreck your game. Mm-hmm. He's going to do exactly what Chris Jones did to you. He can move all over the line. He can play every position on the defensive line, and he is a powerful, powerful man. Um and Yannick and Godfrey can do the same thing, yeah. and, and, and he's not quite as good as Matt Crosby, but he's really good.
0: And so the point is, did, he's leading their have team in like sacks. Guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, th- th- and that's and that's the point. But you can also move the ball on him as well. But yes, it's been, I thought the Dallas would have did a better job of attacking, um Kansas City's linebackers, but they didn't have a chance to because why? Steve just blitzed and blitzed and blitzed and blitzed and blitzed and, blitzed and just played forward. So I want to see how Dallas, and obviously the health of your 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 dogs matter because we have Tyra Smith out there. I like him against any defensive, and I don't care who it is. Facts. I just he's something he's that good. But if you don't, you better look for that matchup with Terrence Steele, and and they're gonna look for that as well. So, you know, I really I I feel like the offense will get it back on track. I, I do. F- I feel like they'll get CeeDee the ball quick. I know Amari Cooper is gonna be out. Um and I, I feel like this offense will get it
0: back on track, uh, Scott. No, I, I feel that way too. I said it right after the game, uh when we kind of briefly talked about the the uh Raiders game on, on the postgame show. And I thought that because Tyron Smith would be back. I, I feel like when Tyron plays, that just you know exudes more confidence not only from Dak Prescott but your offensive coordinator too. You know, when Tyron Smith is not in there, I feel like Kellen Moore tightens up a little bit, you know. I, you know, I, I know you can't run everything the same when he's not over there, but I feel like he tightens up some. And having him back should give confidence for Dak and confidence for uh, Keller Moore to get back on track. But here's where I think you can get at them. And I think they're soft in the middle, and that's no disrespect to Jonathan Hankins, who, who I think is a, a solid one-tech type of defensive tackle. But I think they're they're soft. They're, they're susceptible to getting run, not even just up the middle, but on the edges too. But what I mean is in the ground game. Um, they've given up, dude, they've given up a lot of rush yards this year a lot of rush yards. Every game they've given up over 100, except two. And the one game they didn't give up 100 rush yards, they gave up 422 passing yards. um, The two of the last three weeks, 159 rush yards, 149 rush yards. And that's why I said on Twitter, man, if there was one game to get your running game back on track, it has to be this week. Right? It has to be this week. And
2: And I think hit your shots. Like, you know, the, the kid Brandon Faison, I'm watching some of the games, he gets very, very grabby, very handsy. And, you know, take your shots, man. Like, like run game, run game, throw it over their head. Right. You know, if you have to max protect, max protect. If you got to tip Max Crosby, that's fine. I think, I think when you say with Kelly, I, I think that he has to understand what teams are trying to do earlier. Right, Scott? And when I say that is, if they're sending max blitzes, you're going to have to match protect. Right. You're not going to be able to go 3-by-1, 2-by-1 and certain down and distance because the ball has to come out quicker than you can even get to the sticks. You see what I'm saying? No, I, so, if, yeah, those those are the types of things I'm looking for. Running the ball, yes. If you can stay ahead of the chain, you're in great, great shape.
0: Yeah, and that was the problem. I said one of the comments here on YouTube, if you go back and watch the – the all 22 view, and I don't like to say this all the time, but just the reason why I say go back and watch it because now you can see how they're playing on the back end. And in early downs, the Chiefs pretty much knew what the heck the Cowboys were doing based off the alignments that the Cowboys were running. The run game wasn't working because I thought it was just extremely predictable and very vanilla. Um, And when it did work, it was, you know, some trickery and things like that. He had a couple five or six yard runs, but for the most part, he was very predictable and kind of tightened up. And we understand he's still a young guy or whatever, and he's still learning. But going into that game, Foots, I said, you know, this is an opportunity for Kellen Moore to show the world that even down a bunch of men that he needs, he has the opportunity to show that he still can be that guy. And I just thought he, he called it a bad game, Foots. I just do.
2: Yeah, and I think that – I think another issue is this. Trouble one and you have the all 22, cover one and some type of cover three, which ends up, the cover three to me is always, it's, it's man. It, it turns into an, an, an off-man look on the edge. Um, Dallas is going to have to find a way to, when teams are sending the house and going zero coverage and, and, and playing eight-man services, I want to see them. To me, Scott, I want to just see them raise up a those slant more. I want to see them do a mm. lot more quick games. To get these guys, Michael Gallup, CD, the, the the ball quick right now, and I know they tried a little bit, but that's the execution part that I want to see improve, uh, Sky, because you have guys, especially in CD, you have a guy who after the catches is, is like Devos Samuel, he's like a running back, and I just want to see that part of things improve, but you know I think it will. Like I think on our fast track, and it's tough to play in Kansas City. It is. Yeah. You. you we had. We, we had a lot of the issues, and I'm not making excuses for the guys. Again, we can't make excuses because we've seen this team beat a good Minnesota team. We've seen this team be the good Chargers team. So these aren't excuses. These are. Well, well, this is what happened? Here's the. You're here's seven the, and
0: three. Yeah. Here's the problem yeah. nowadays yeah. we we can't definitely ask content creators or ask. I don't want to say analysts, but whatever, man. People giving their opinion. And my guy, Katie Drummond, said this so greatly. Go check out that tweet. We're in a world now where everything has to be so far left or so far right. I'm not talking politically. I'm talking about so negative or super positive. There's no, and any time you try to give reasonings to things or context, it's looked upon as excuses. And that's – you, you yes. can't have that. There, there, There's reasons why things happen, man. There, there just is. And when you come out there and you say, well, you know, your left tackle is gone, your wide receiver one is gone, your wide receiver two is gone, your two best pass rushers are gone. Like, when you say these things, it sounds like excuses, but, I mean, technically those are reasons, right? Um, So you can talk if about – <laughs> Dude,
4: if you – listen. If, if, if
2: you don't play with your left tackle, yeah. show me a left tackle and, a, like, a, 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 the, show me the same left, like, the drop-off between your starting tackle and your backup is probably the, mo- the most significant drop-off in any position on your yeah. roster. Easily. You know, not to cut you off, Scott, but, so, yeah, like you said, it's not an excuse. It's a real thing. Yeah. And you guess what? You're still 7-3. I think Dallas, they will never say it. But I think they're playing a long game with a lot of these injuries,
0: Scott. Sure.
2: They'll never say it. But they know they know Tyron. Tyron knows Tyron. We look at every game and we hold on to every game. McCarthy, Jerry, and them are like, nah, we need Tyron for this real push.
0: And I don't necessarily and think it's I, the wrong move there because you've got a lot of key players out and you don't want them to re-injure it down the stretch where that's where the most important time to catch fire is, is those last three, four games going into the uh postseason and then you catch fire in the postseason and the next thing you know you're Tampa Bay. You know, people forget Tampa was something like six and five or something or seven and five uh last year not looking the greatest and they start getting people back at the end and they went on a run.
2: Man, listen, I I I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried about this NFC East. I honestly think this will make Dallas tighten up. Like I'm not worried about the teams that are quote unquote playing better. I'm, you you need a little adversity. You need a loss. All I keep telling fans and myself is, you woke up seven and three. You'll go out here. The way to wait a, listen. This defense and the, and the, and the best thing about it is this guy. You have the right characters on this team. Nobody's gonna turn on themselves. The quarterback. He goes up there. He says the right things and he really means it. And the team. The team believes in it. you. Have Micah. You know Micah has become a leader. He knows what it means to wear that star now. And his thing is. We're gonna keep playing better. He's inspiring those defenders out there. Trust me on that. It's like, and it's and it's gonna be, it's gonna, and, and, and I know you're you're gonna talk about the offense, and I'll hang up and listen. But I think that this Dallas defense matches up very well with this Raiders offense
1: because oh, yeah. they don't
2: have they don't have the rugs anymore. They can't take the top off. Yeah, and this run game doesn't scare me.
0: Yeah, they're struggling. The Raiders are super struggling uh, on the offensive side of the ball and they walk into a, a team that is pissed off. And, and again, this, you know, the Cowboys got whooped on against the Broncos. I said, ooh, I feel bad for that Atlanta Falcons team because they're about to get a pissed-off Cowboys team. And what did Dak Prescott say after that, that Oakland – I'm sorry, after that uh, Kansas City game? Are you – what did he say? How do you feel about this game or something like that? He said, I'm pissed. You know, I'm pissed. So, you know, good luck, Oakland team. Uh, keep saying Oakland. Las Vegas team coming in to Dallas on Thursday. I think that they're going to get a really upset squad that should come out and play well on both sides of the ball. How well? We'll see. We'll see because a lot of players are out. One last thing before I let you go on the offensive side, man. If they don't have C.D. Lamb and they're down Cooper and Lamb, what do you think they should do to combat that? You know, it's crazy.
2: I want to see Tony Pollard motion out of the mm-hmm. back and play more receivers.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, I want to see because in those personnel groupings, they're going to have to keep a linebacker in there. Um, so maybe more two running back sets with Zeke and Pollard and, or maybe more single back sets and you can go empty. And I just want to see Tony, you raise up and go quick to Tony. I don't think that the Cowboys do him quite, the amount of justice they should in the passing game. I'm starting he can to catch very well. He can, he runs very good routes. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that that's something that they need to look at sky.
0: That's one thing.
2: Um, another thing is run the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah. This has to be the game. I'm saying writing this down.
2: Yeah. No. But, yeah the, the, the Pollard, the Pollard. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of think about that because Pollard really is an extent. He's a thicker, city lamb. And, can't quite catch as well. But if you think about him and Devo Samuels in the same vein, I just don't think the Dallas uses that matchup as they should. Those backers can't run with him, man.
0: No. Get
2: him in space.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, I, it's a copycat lead to me, I, and I'm not saying you copy everybody's scheme, but there's certain plays, certain packages you can, and, and I just don't get why Dallas doesn't copy some of the things that KC does. I call them the space ball team. They, they know how to get their quick, fast, explosive guys the rock in space. They just do. They know how to create that uh, to stretch the field and stretch your alignment, and they did that against the Cowboys. They didn't, It didn't work all the time because Michael Parsons is ridiculous. But you got to find a way to be able to get Tony involved. And as we're watching that game on Sunday, I look over to Jesse, and I'm like, listen, I said it pregame. Where's Tony in the slot? Where's Tony, period? And they finally get Tony the ball on a, a wildcat formation. He goes 31 yards, and then they kind of say, okay, that's enough of Tony. Listen, man, I know I know Zeke make $90 million. I understand that shit, God. I understand he does the eat me thing. I get all that. But he's clearly hobbled, Foots. He's clearly hobbled. So, you know, maybe you need to start leaning on TP a little bit more. And, and I, I've been saying this for the last three years. In games like this where it's real muddy and, it's, and you're not really having any success on the ground consistently, if that's the case, then give me the guy that can, has the potential to break a 40, 50 yard, to, to break one. Because we just need one play. That's not Zeke no more, right? That's Tony Pollard. So I would have liked to see a little bit more TP, man. I still want to see more TP.
2: Yeah, man, I think I think that you gotta think about how you're using TP. I think I think that's huge. And like you said, he can be your home he just can run. He can run. And he's your home run guy. And I, and I think listen, no panic here guys. No fans, no, no, no panic. It's not that it's not that we're being cliche, just it's literally no panic. You're fine. You're seventy three. You 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 earn that right. And the cream will always rise to the top and it will. And you know, it's a long season, it's a long stretch. We will be fine.
0: Hey Foots, I appreciate you coming through, man. I probably we'll probably all get together again for another uh round table. I'm not sure when. That's something we gotta wrap the uh, vouch about, but thank you for coming through, Big Dog.
2: Hey man, Scott, I'm gonna hang up and listen. Thank you for having me. My little man's in the background listening
0: too. <laughs> so it's cool, man.
2: Listen, Scott, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you do. Because I'll be honest, you killing the game right now. Ain't,
5: Ain't nobody doing it like my man Skywalker
0: still. Still, still, <laughs> still, 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 I uh, pre- appreciate you, Futs. Can I get,
5: can
0: I get an A on the way out? A <laughs> my man. Yeah.
5: Appreciate
0: you, my boy. Hey, good luck, man. Let's clap it up. Oh, nah, smack it. Let's clap it up. My man Foots the King on Cowboys Nation TV. Make sure I go follow him uh on YouTube. I love his post-game reactions. And recap. It's really not a reaction. It's a recap because he's very level-headed, and and in the post-game reactions. Now we always look. Me, Foots, and Voch. We we kind of fuss a little bit in amongst our chat. We kind of our, our little group chat because Foots, he liked to he liked to hold things accountable for Dak Prescott. To in 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 in, in short, I'll just say it in that way. Uh, but we have a lot of fun, man. Foots a good dude, great father, and uh, good content creator. So make sure y'all check him out, man. We're we'll all right, let's I'm, – I'm actually going to go right into the – there's another phone call here, and then when I come out, we'll get back into a little bit of this Raiders defense because I do think there is opportunity, guys. I do, but I want to make sure that we highlight the players that can, can wreck the game and we make sure we don't overlook. You know, learn my lesson from the uh, – what's the game? Was that the Broncos game? I learned my lesson from that game. We will not overlook people. And then last week's lesson was remove your fandom. I let my fandom get involved way too much in that pregame uh, right before I made the pick. I let it get involved. So we learn our lessons, right? We learn our lessons as we move forward with this time. We got bro in the building. Bro, you still there? Five one zero.
6: Here. Good morning, Walker, man. Good to hear you, man.
0: Thank you, man. Good morning, man. Nice to hear from you, too, man. How you doing? Well,
6: I'm doing good, man. You know, little, I was a little disappointed. Yesterday, even though I'm starting to get over it. Yeah. Um. Uh, about, I talked real quick about the about the about the Chiefs game. I I was not, you know, too too worried about the season, but just the game. Only reason why I'm upset about the game because man, I don't know if everybody else, but I want Dak to win that MVP, man, just because of all the stuff that he's been through in his I life. Too. I just I, I mean, want him to win that MVP. I was don't. on on some other show yesterday. I'm not trying to bash Dak, but this team goes. As Dak goes, man, when he, if, if he's gonna have an off, that's the blueprint. If Dak is off, regardless of what everyone does, we gonna we probably gonna lose a game if Dak is off. At first, I was like, oh man, it was all Dak's fault. But when I looked at all the little highlights, man, our office alignment looked like they was just reaching for air. Literally, the receivers are dropping balls. It was like I swear to God, I thought I thought Jason Garrett was back calling plays again. Yeah, we we were going out. Receivers, we only had like two receivers going out on routes. So like we didn't have that many options. I was like, what's going on? And like, but it was just a total cluster offensively, out. brother. What was going on? Going it on? was a
0: total cluster offensively.
6: Yeah, 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 man. It just offensively, we we, we was out of it, man. And Dak had that blank stare all game, and I was like, oh man, but. Enough of that. We're on to the Raiders. So as you know, I live here in the Bay Area. This is former former Raiders land. I only live like five minutes away from the Oakland Coliseum. So okay. um Raiders no, Raiders are known for just tailgating. Fans out here, Raider fans out here, they don't even know the names of the players. They just all about the tailgate. <laughs> if they no, I'm serious, man, that's all it's all about, man. Raider Raider Nation, they're all about the tailgate. They probably know like one or two players, they can only name like one or two players on their team. But I'm a little I'm a little concerned about this about this game because you know the Raiders got blown out in their home field two games in a row. I mean, got Molly Wops, they have got Burks. they just got smashed. So I think that the, they're a good team, man. You know we cannot overlook them. They're a good team. You know they got that Max Crosby, he's gonna be nonstop all game. Uh, like everyone's been saying so far, we need to get that running game back on
0: spot. I to get the running
6: game. I'm not saying we need to. We got to man, but our our running game is very limited. We only seem like we only got like two plays, right up the center off tackle behind uh, Martin. We don't really got too many uh, options going on in. The Twenty plays that we call one got like one or two run plays, and you know they're gonna all they're gonna do is just line up right over linebackers. They're gonna stay condensed in, in between those two tackles. We know we need to spread them out, man, and, and do a little take a book from the Patriots, the 49ers, Niners. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Um, Minnesota. You know, we need to hit those edges. I think I heard you say we they're susceptible on edges. We don't we have speed to hit those edges, but we don't use it. Uh, even if we don't get no big games on edges, we need to set them up so we can counter back inside. You know, it looks like we just with the past five games, it looks like we're just running the brick walls on the ring game. Yeah,
0: it's been a, it's been uh, kind of yeah. lazy in, in, in how they've been calling it of late. Um, they didn't have they didn't really need it much against Atlanta, but other than that. It just hasn't been successful, uh, but I think I think the gripe a lot of Cowboys fans have, and it's a fair one with Kellen Moore, is that he doesn't necessarily a stick to the run game, right? And B, it's yeah. not really imaginative in how you, how he's been running the ball of late. Now you go back into earlier in the year, it wasn't like that. You know, it's like okay, yeah, we we got off the first five games, and he got comfortable and went back to relying on what he knows, and he he's a passing he's a passing coordinator. We understand that, uh, but he he's got to find more creative ways, I think, to get the running game involved when it's struggling. And exactly. I'm going to talk about this as we get off. Your final word, brother. Final word on on this game.
6: Oh, man, that was pretty much what I want to say. Oh, well, I got one one idea. we don't get we don't got to do it now, but uh, after we get off this uh, after the Saints game, I think we won't have to make some some line changes because we need some marlers up in that front, man. That, I think all here talked about this couple of weeks ago, man. We won't have to try. Uh, um, Collins at that at that left guard, man. We need someone that can get in and start beating some people up. And uh, we just we just we just just ain't tough up on the run game. We I'm not saying we gotta do it now, but sooner or later, I think we won't have to move Collins into that to that guard, and uh, because we need to get like some some monsters up in that up in the middle. So they know, hey, we can come get you, and we can we can we can do you like three yards if we have to. So that's all I got to say. I'm out. God bless you, my man. And uh uh Cowboy Nation, keep your heads up. I'm out late. Appreciate you.
0: Y'all playing with fire, man. Y'all wanna play these musical chairs with these linemen. You better figure something out. <laughs> but um no, they talked about that actually. Connor is gonna be at left guard again this week. Uh, coach said he played okay. You go back and watch. He wasn't as bad as I thought he was, but he obviously wasn't great in this game. He gave up the one sack. And I think three pressures. Um, so I mean, hey, first game on that on that left side next to Terrence Steele. I'm not particularly upset with you at, at that game, but we got to figure we got to figure out some momentum. It's weird to say we got to get Maulers in there. If we get three yards, we get three yards. I mean, you're getting more than three yards without that. So yeah, whatever they decide to do, I'm just with it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm beyond exhausted of all this line movement all this line change, and Lewis Riddick says something very great in regards to not overreacting and panicking when your team has a bad game or what have you. I feel like Cowboys Nation does that. Um, We have a bad game. We overreact and panic, and we want to make all these changes, and great teams don't necessarily always do that. Uh, They evaluate, and they go back to the drawing board, figure things out, and come back, and they try to make the necessary improvements. Uh, But musical chairs I don't think is the way to go. I don't think it's the way to go. Now, I wanted to talk about a way to improve your run game or at least help your run game out when the line maybe is struggling or, or a, a scheme is getting to you. And someone asked me this on Twitter. They talked about using Dak's legs more. And I said, hey, y'all know me. I've been an advocate for more of the um not RPO necessarily, but the read option. And I'm not necessarily talking about open field, midfield. But I can understand why the front office decided because I think this is a front office decision. Hey, we're eliminate that play out the playbook because Dak Prescott got, got hurt. Well, when a run game is struggling, or at least not as consistent, I think that play can help. Because here's I'm gonna say this. When your run blocking is struggling, I think that play can help because it holds a linebacker or it holds a defensive end or a defensive tackle or a safety, whomever's in the box. That split second to get to the second level or get your lineman to get the leverage or seal off and create an alley. And that play is completely eliminated from this play. It's completely eliminated. Like, I'm treating Dak Prescott now like Peyton Manning. So if you ever try to do a fake RPO or a fake read option, I'm not even worried about Dak Prescott because he hasn't run the ball this year uh, doing it. I feel like you got to at least incorporate that aspect back into your offense somehow. Uh, to present that that uh threat, and that's where having like a Taysom Hill or we saw the Chiefs do it—they put their tight end at, at running back or, or tight end at um a quarterback. Hell, even if you want to do it with TP, I whatever, do something. Like the play that worked—the best play on the ground that worked—was a trick play. It was creative. It was a bit. It was crazy, but it was creative and it worked. So do something to try to get the run game going, but running right up the middle and into three, three yards in a cloud of dust uncreatively is just not the way to go, in my opinion. So I right, Kelly, you know, you're having a good year this year. There's no doubt about that, but go back to the drawing board and try to figure something out here. Dario. Yes. Yeah, Zeke is injured. Zeke is injured. He, he's, he's, he's been dealing with the knee injury. I'm kind of at the point here where do you, do you sit him? I mean, he, he can't, he, he has to get healthy. Do you want a banged-up, Zeke? They talked about monitoring his usage and, and things like that. He's Well, he's clearly banged up. He doesn't have that explosiveness that he had at the beginning of the year, and you can tell. You can see it. He's not making people miss anymore, and, and he's affected. He guts it out. Don't get me wrong, but all he is right now, the only thing he's useful for you right now that I've seen the last couple games is pass protection and as a battering ram. Pass protection and has a battering ram. I'm not saying it's because he doesn't have the skill. He's just hobbled. He's literally playing on a bummed knee. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that TP gets more involved as we move forward to to kind of rest Zeke a little bit, man. We need Zeke later in this season for sure. North of the Star, man. What's up, good brother?
7: What's going on, North? Kind of took some of the words out of my mouth as I was waiting there. Hey, that's cool. I Re- wanted to go kinda- ahead, repeat them. <laughs> Yeah, I was well. I was calling yesterday. and I didn't really. I ran out of time. But I, I think when you, uh, the you and the caller were going back about the running game, what I think needs to change. I think Calvin Moore and Dak need a little more patience. Like they, I think they felt like it was like a three-score game, and they didn't realize it was just a lot closer than it was. Sorry, catch my breath. I was just working. That's cool. Yeah, so I think, like, even when you look at when you look at the games early last year, Falcons, uh, it, like, they started pressing, and then Dak had the turnovers. I think it was a closer game, and you could have just, like, tried at least one drive to just pound the ball down their throat. You know, just but see I, if you but, can... but we
0: don't want to talk about last year, North. Last year is not anything like this year. So let's not talk about last year.
7: <laughs> no, no, I just... I think it, it might still not be a problem, but I, I think it's obviously still a weakness. Like, they just... I think they... Once they get down, they're not trusting the defense yet, maybe. Like, the defense was playing well. And every time we kicked the field goal or it just felt like it was just, we kicked the field goal, KC, we were just killing time. It wasn't doing anything. But I like what you were saying about moving TP. Like, do creative things to get the run going. Like, TP in the slot or even we struggled so much against motion when running. So, like, why aren't we doing that a lot to other teams? And the same if Cedric Wilson were to get a lot of reps this week, like Cedric Wilson, he has it on film that you might give it to him. So like I would be doing that a lot. Make sure Raiders you you almost block a guy without blocking him.
0: I always my thing is if a run game is struggling or if you want to open something up, I know this play is so cliché, but man, the jet sweep is almost undefeated. It's it's almost undefeated. You guaranteed to get at least 4, 5, 6 yards and what 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 that is going to do is it's going to put the defense on notice now, right? When cuz we do that motion a lot. We send whoever it is, on that quick, low motion. And if you're never going to run it, then they're not going to respect it.
7: Yeah, and I wanted to say it last week heading into the game, but I ran out of time and kind of forgot. But this team being aggressive on fourth down, I felt like against um, Atlanta, the play that they were going for on fourth down when it was like third and eight, it was like they they threw the six yards because they already had the – the feeling that they were going to be calling, going for it, and That's I think what that just said, makes yeah. the defense. Yeah, and the defense just has to uh, play you a lot different. If because usually it's protecting the sticks, but now if they know you're more likely to go for it on fourth and two, you're giving the D a lot more things to think about. So in that regard, even if you have to grind out the run, three yards to carry, and you just say, "Hey, we're going for." four downs we're going to get a first down trust me like i think they need a little more of that bully attitude uh early just kind of set a tone like they seen Dak was off and it just kinda, we need something to get Dak in rhythm when he just starts off
0: yeah well the problem was everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth and once they went down 16-3 very early i think that did alter uh Keller Moore's thinking i think where they could have got back to it when it when it became a 7 point game now they went down and kicked the field goal but it still wasn't out of hand yet uh but just it was one of those games where nothing was working you know it, you know I don't want to harp too much on this game particularly that's why I, I brought up all four of the last four games if you go back and look the Cowboys have had you know 78 yards 78 yards 82 yards 114 yards and even against the you know the Patriots they had 122 yards on the ground not a good day you know it's a good day so uh, but it hasn't really been this this whopping crazy run game like it was when they had 198 yards, 160 yards, 245 yards, 200 yards. Like It hasn't been one of those kind of days um, in the last month and a half of the season. So they, they got to find – if they're not going to get back to that, which I'm, I'm – whatever, I'm okay if they don't. They got to get back to being productive when they run the ball because I know people just want to run it and ram it and, and now you're at third and sixth, third and seven. I'm not for that. I'm not for having negative – that's a negative play, in my opinion, to get two yards, three yards in a cloud of dust. If it's not productive, you're just doing the defense a favor, in my opinion.
7: Yeah, and I, I don't want to I, – I don't like to keep a hammering or battering ram kind of thing. Just like when you see Dak like, starts a little – just like one series or something, just to try and set a physical you know, kind of presence. Or you seeing KC come out on the field, get a touchdown right away? Okay, try and establish some – a run game. You know, it just felt like it was a two score game for almost all game. And you just needed one score to make it close. And then I don't know when he, the pick that he threw to CD, when he was, so the, you said, "What down
0: was that? It was the end of the half. They should have called a time. You weren't going to run in that situation, but because it was 30 some seconds left and you were at like the 10 or the, the 15, but they should have called a timeout North. I was pretty upset they didn't call a timeout, gather themselves, because that possession was extremely important. You needed points. I didn't care if it was seven. I didn't care if it was three. You needed points there, and they got nothing out of that.
7: Yeah, exactly what I'm trying to get. Like, just a little more – like, they need something, just a little more patience when they get down for Dak and Kellen. Like, they got to know there you know, we got to get some points going into half. Get something. You know, you can't throw a pick. You just can't throw a pick there.
0: No, you can't throw and,
7: a pick. Uh, it, yeah. And, and, uh, it's like uh, – it happened with Romo, too, and that's, I guess, why we 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 already know that what happens, but we've seen it one too many times.
0: But what happened with Romo?
7: Oh, sometimes when Romo would be pressing at the end of halves, and then either we're fumbling it, all of a sudden we're going down. Like It just seemed to happen to Romo at uh, the worst times for us, and that's why it's a lot of fan bases. Yeah, so yeah.
0: be the fourth oh, yeah, quarter. He would just, well, you know, At the beginning of his career, later in his career, he got really good in the fourth, but beginning of his career, it was the fourth quarter, he'd make a, a crazy – Interception or something ridiculous, but oh uh, yeah, not a good throw by Dak. Uh, it, it eventually it got CD Lamb hurt, and that sucks because now you're likely not playing with CD Lamb this week.
7: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Raiders again, we, we match up well. They're they're kind of wheeling right now, and if, yeah. th- this year when we catch this opponent, we usually put him in the ground. So come out, establish the run, like I and like you were saying with Zeke. I think this even Rest him. He doesn't have to get all the touches. Ride Tony Pollard. Get Zeke a nice ten days, even if he's just a little bit of carries. But give him the most time you can to get ready for New Orleans.
0: Indeed. All right, man. Appreciate you, good brother.
7: All right, take it easy,
0: Nine oh three. Welcome to the show. Hey,
1: what's happening, my man?
0: Not much. What can we do for you? What's up?
1: Uh, What's up?
0: I said, what's up, man? How you doing?
1: I'm doing all. Alright, man. I'm doing alright. Me and Roscoe are driving down the road. Uh, but I, I only had a quick question for you. Uh, I I I don't like the in back run, but sometimes it feels like he forgets that he can run. Do you Do you think that we should allow him to to run the ball more whenever we're in like situations like we were in Kansas where we can't. Can't get the hey, ball man. down the field.
0: I I am. It's 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 hard to say. I am a guy who would love to see him run more, but I get it. If you don't want him to because of what happened last year, like that's in the back of your mind. If that never ever happened to Dak Prescott, I think we all would be in agreement that hey man, let's get Dak involved more with his legs. Um, early in his career, yeah. he had a lot of. He was very successful. I don't think he's had a, that many rushing touchdowns since. What year three or something like that? So it's been it's been diminishing as he's going on. Now don't get me wrong; he is a passing quarterback now. That's and that's good. In the passing league, you want him to oh, be yeah. a passing quarterback. But I think the threat of his legs also helped the offense. Uh, and that threat's no longer there. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's the front office. I feel like it's the front office. But I would like to see him kind of threaten the defense a little bit more with his legs.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, there is one more thing that I wanted to say, sure. and that was uh, this. This last week's roundtable was the best. <laughs> like, I, I A lot hope of you guys can. Yeah, I, I hope I hope you guys can uh, get back together again soon because it, it was it was entertaining and like just any any time you and collier are involved, man, I'm 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 on board, my man.
0: Appreciate it, man. So, Appreciate
1: it. Hey. Happy holidays, and wish
0: you all the best of luck, and uh, go Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yeah, roundtables are always, always fun, man. I can't wait to do it again. Uh, we had different energy in, in that roundtable because it was a big game. It was a heavyweight fight, you know, and we needed to, we were trying to rally the troops, trying to rally Cowboys nation. But yesterday's price wasn't today's price in regards to Sunday. We didn't, we didn't know Tyron was going to be out and Cooper's going to be out. It changed things, it changed things. Uh, stage says, Have you heard anything about Urban lately? IR. Mandatory three three weeks. So uh he should be coming off of IR I believe after this game or the following game. So you won't you won't hear from um Brent Urban until sometime in December. Got my OG in the building. What's up, B bert
3: Hey, what's up, Sky? How you doing, brother?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you?
3: I'm doing good. Hey, I I wanted to comment on something that you said. You talking about Dak running the ball more? Um, and, and I I think about this from our standpoint as fans. Yeah, right. we like to see that. <laughs> right. But you got to look at man. If you just paid a guy forty million dollars uh, yeah. and he had a foot injury last year, and that guy gets hurt running the ball. Uh, I know. I I mean, so it's 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 that's the those are the guys that's making that call that yeah. have to answer those questions. So that's why it's not happening. Another political thing I think that that's happening right now is I think that Zeke should really be resting at this point I in time because he is, he he's hurt man. And, and, and the issue with that is that I have, is that your backup is, uh, you know, it's not big much of a fall off as of any at all if Pollard gets to start. So I think, uh, they're saying, Hey, we paid this guy this amount of money. We're going to roll him out there, but I don't think it's best for the team. I think that's more political also. Oh, uh, the thing I want to ask you, man, I don't have all 22, and I, I probably need to get it, to be honest with you, because um, it's, it's, it does then I wonders. can see things better. You can see yeah. so much And I know better. you do, and, and I definitely uh, depend on, you know, you know. I trust what you're seeing. What are they doing defensively uh, to our running game? Are they playing us any different, or is it just because I know our O-line play isn't good, but since our O-line play is not good, are they putting more resources or people in the box? Or are they just having seven men in the box and our Line play is not good enough? Or what are you seeing as far as what the defenses are doing against us?
0: There's a combination. But if you're talking about the Chiefs game, that's why I mentioned it earlier, and I needed to see that all 22 because you can't tell what's going on all the time from the broadcast view. Um, but early downs, there wasn't no, there was much creati- creativity from Kellen Moore in the run game, you Bird. So they were pretty much sitting on – with the Cowboys are doing, they come out and if that twelve personnel or they come out in a tight formation, even if you go back and look at the mm. tunnel screens, if you go back and look at the tunnel screens, it was easy and obvious to tell when they were going to throw that screen. The splits were extremely tight with the wide receivers. It was just a very predictable offense. I've seen it in a chat. I've seen people say during the game, man, this feels like Jason Garrett because it was it was extremely predictable. And I think that's it's kind of becoming a bit of a, a trend isn't it. On the road, uh, it's becoming a bit of a trend with Kellen and get a little bit predictable. On the road, it's tougher to play. I get it, and at home, you see that creativity open up a little bit more. Um, but what I think he needs to do is get his playmakers the ball early. Like it, in a game like the Chiefs, get, I don't care how you get CD Lamb the ball, get a reverse, a running back, a a quick screen, a just something to get these guys their juices flowing. Because when they when you don't. And they they notice that hey these guys are getting roughed up at the line of scrimmage and Dak's not going to him or can't get to him, then it's going to be a long day. And it's a little bit of both Absolutely. though. It's a little bit of both yeah. though because the offensive line has not has not. It, I don't know why people think this is twenty sixteen. People would say this is the best offensive line. All this stuff. I promise you guys, this is this line that we've seen. No. It's not the same line from twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen. So the whole impose. Yeah, your will thing the whole let's let's impose our force on us. this ain't that kind of line it's just not
3: yeah they're, they're just the people that say that you know we've talked about that before is that they, they've been regurgitating something that they've heard before uh one of the things too offensively what i'd like to see is um even if uh cd doesn't play i still think what you do you come out and say hey you know we got wilson you got brown uh we got Gallup. We're going, to play, we're going to throw the ball to those guys like they are C.D. and like they're Cooper. And that's the only way I think you can, because if not, the defense sense that, yeah, And they sense that you're not going to go to these guys, and next thing you know, a lot of things that you're doing is not going to work anymore. Our offense is dedicated on, uh, well, predicated on making people respect everybody on that field. And if they don't respect these guys that you're going to throw to, then they're going to dedicate more people to the run you're not throwing to these guys and then now you're in a situation to whereas I think Kellen got in last week where he kind of tightened up uh, the playbook. He tightened up himself, you know, mentally. And I think oh, he he shrunk his mind down to, you know, what he used, you know, I think they say when in crisis, you go back to the things that you know what to do. And I think that's what he did last week. But um, I just, I'll tell you this and, and leave. Uh, we should beat the Ra- Raiders man. And that's just all it is to it. Even with what we have and CD doesn't play, uh, we, I think we have a couple of teams that's to our liking that's coming up uh, with uh, the Raiders and the Saints. So I think that we should win these games, man. and we do, and you know, I think it goes a long way into the rest of our season. Hey, man, I'm gonna get off the line. It's great talking to you again, brother. I appreciate it. Always good
0: you. talk to you, B Bird. Appreciate you, man. All right, bro. Uh, Robbie said, you saw on the direct snap, we picked up yards. Yeah, we, we talked about having to get more creative. They, they did that and kind of went away from that type of thing. I've seen a couple folk folks in the chat said they want Malik Turner to have a bigger role. Yeah, Malik Turner is a great story. And he did play a little bit in that game once uh, CeeDee Lamb went out. So maybe you'll see more Malik Turner. He just seems like a gritty guy, a, a tough player. So yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I don't know what you're going to get out of it, but but I wouldn't mind seeing more of him. Um. Hmm. so Sean says we've been singing so yes yes it was oh we're talking somebody in the chat uh, Manny say he doesn't see it all 22 mm-hmm. till Thursday all right let's get back to the lines I think Wayne's been on the line holding what's up Wayne
8: hey Sky what's going on man what's up brother all right my, my thing is yes I'm on the running game too and and you're right we need to get the ball and Josh uh, Stiles in any way possible. I don't care how they do it. And the RPO, that's like a lost cause. And we don't even do it anymore. I, I remember don't. Doc used to do that, and he used to kill kill that. Did. Because the end the, the, uh, don't know who to take. But I don't know. I, and to me, I, I don't have the all-22. Like, I wish I could get it. But certain things I see on the road, and Kellen, he does. Like, he climbs up on the road. The same thing you do at home, I need you to do on the road. Don't change nothing. Hmm. And I think my personal belief they should sit Zeke tomorrow, Thursday, and let Paulette run, Paulette and uh, Clement.
0: Clement, yep. Let
8: Zeke chill out and get that knee uh, relaxed for a little while. I'm, but, I I kind of uh, agree
0: with that, man. You don't want, I think he hobbled Zeke Elliott. And, and I, I don't say eight injury. Everybody's playing with some type of injury or banged up. Banged up. I, everybody's playing banged up. But I feel like Zeke is hobbled. And I think he becomes, believe it or not, a, a liability when running the ball. He might be good picking up blitzes. But if I can get TP, you know, 15 to 17 touches, I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing y'all at least two of those touches, he's going to have an explosive run.
8: Well, to me, Sunday – that should have been the, the, the thing right there give Paula the ball Yeah. because Paul has the speed and like you like you said we don't do that that, um, that jet sweep listen you could you could fake it twice because you have it and you hit it the third time you get the defense because they said, no, no they're not gonna do it they're not gonna do it boom you could bust a 10 12 20 out of that and now you give them something to think about. Now you see yeah, everybody going yeah. motion. Oh damn, and, uh, they're going to run the jet suite. Uh, so yeah, you got to you got to keep the defense thinking. And we don't do it. And, and one other thing I, I noticed when we do run the ball, we do not run a, off tackle at all. And that's another thing that kills me with that. But yeah, you would you would have thought
0: that. Uh, uh, go ahead.
8: Nah, and. The fans, y'all need to chill out with this nonsense, man. We still seven and three. Yeah. Uh, we got a game on Thursday. We could win, and it and we'll be eight and three. So relax, man. I mean, y'all just jump on the bandwagon. it. So feel the fans. If that's the way you feel, stay off. That's how I feel about you. Hey, stay
0: off. I feel you, brother. I feel you. Hey, appreciate the call, yeah. man.
8: All right. Hey, keep up the great show. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and your happy family. Happy Thanksgiving
0: to the fan, man. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Then we got Rick on the horn. What's up, Rick?
4: Yeah, what's going on, Sky Cowboy Nation? Stand up. Uh, yo, man. Uh, oh, yeah, get them lights up for Sky, man, all yeah, that you- good stuff. My thing is this, man. Is it just me? And, you know, I hate to nitpick, but did we, you know, in my opinion, I feel like we lost some nastiness ever since we moved Terrence still from that right, that right tackle position. And the reason I say that is because I don't see that nastiness over there on that right side like I need to see. Because when that man was over there, that man was nasty. He was throwing people out the way. He was getting them filled. He was getting to the second level. You know what I'm saying? And Zach Martin was playing a little bit better over there. So when you said that last time, when you
0: said that last time, I, I I couldn't believe you said that. But I went back and watched. I made a whole entire video of uh of your boy throwing people on the ground and, and being nasty. He was nasty. And then if you go back and watch the Atlanta Falcon game, he was nasty. So, you're – I'm just – just no offense to you, but you're wrong. Like, like Lyle Collins, in regards to being in the run game, he's been nasty in the run game. Running has not – run game has not been a problem in regards to Lyle Collins blocking. His pass blocking has been up and down, and so has Terrence Steele on that left side since they made the switch. Well, they had no choice but to make the switch because of Tyron Smith. Yeah, But – but I'm I'm telling you, brother, Lyle Collins, since he's come back in the run game department, he's been mowing people down. Like that's not a problem for Lyle Collins. That that is not a problem.
4: Okay, I hear what you're saying, Scott. But my thing is like this: if if you do, if you go back and do the stats on that, far as them who when he when Terrence was over there, to where the couple games that Lyle Collins been over there, who who has the better production? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's the. Have we been running better on that right side? We, haven't been,
0: we have been running great since the New York Giants game. Uh, we just haven't been running great. And that, that's not just from one. My Well, yeah, can, you, you can kind of attribute to one person in regards to Tyron Smith, but that's just not one person from the right tackle. Like, your right tackle is a great run blocker in regards to Lyle Collins. Like, I don't. I don't that's not a problem. Lyle's issue right now okay. is in the pass game. Okay. Against against good rushers, I guess you could say. You know, Melvin Ingram gave him some some, some tough reps. Um, the the Denver Broncos gave him some tough reps. But, w- w- okay, so you say, <laughs> you're talking about nastiness. Nastiness doesn't have anything to do with left or right, right? W- well, what's up with, did, did Steele just lose his nastiness just because he went to the left?
4: No, what I'm saying is this. I'm not saying that the man lost his nastiness. I feel like he's losing a bit, to me, a little bit of his confidence, to me. You know what I'm saying? saying? Because he looked lost as hell in his last game.
0: It ain't confidence, you know bro. I know it's
4: loud. I know it's loud. I know it's loud. <laughs> I know it's loud and noisy in K C, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time too, We're at the same time too, you know what I mean? My my thing is like this, is like they look like like fish out of water out there, you know what I mean? Like to me, and it seemed like I kinda agree with one of the callers, like, it seemed like I know we gotta let uh Montgomery Get his get his feet up under him. Get his legs up under him before yeah. he's playing that like our position. And I agree with that. You know what I mean. But if we go with, but if let me ask you something. Where we were you at get after get the Atlanta fused.
0: game? What? How did you feel about this after the Atlanta game? I'm just curious. Say it again. How did you feel after the Falcons game? Because I didn't hear from you after the
4: after the Falcons game. The Falcons don't have a defensive line like that. That's why I didn't. You know what I'm saying? They okay. They okay. You know, and I said that. I'm like, uh Garrett, uh, uh Garrett on the line. He did pretty good. Flowers was okay. You know what I'm saying? But nobody else did anything against us, and I understand that. But well, my thing is like this. I'm 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 looking at it like flowers the bull rushing in Dak face. You know what I mean? And him getting hit like that. It's like every time that dude was getting dropping back. You know what I mean? He was it was draped all over him, straight in the middle. So I'm like, damn! They keep bull rushing straight up the middle at us. So it was like, damn. No. When Tyron do come back, is 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 they seriously gonna be like, you know what? We might have to if if let's just hypothetically to you say if McGovern doesn't play well these next couple of games. Oh, you, in ma- conversation yeah, you make a table,
0: no, you make a move. That's that's what we talked about after they made the move with with Connor Williams. It was like, hey, if it doesn't work out, you can either go back to Connor Williams or you can explore moving to LC. Uh, you got options. And that's what Coach McCarthy said. He said, Connor Williams knows that there's competition in that offensive line room. And that's why I think if you're going to make the move to McGovern, you have to do it now so you can get a sense before we get to the play. You don't want to do this week 17. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to go into the playoffs not sure what you want to do. So you get a couple weeks with yeah. Connor McGovern, see what happens. Uh, if it doesn't work out, I'm pretty sure they'll probably go back to Connor Williams. Um it doesn't seem like LC the right guard is is, is a remote or left guard is a remote option, but I get it's it's what the fans
4: want. Yeah, because it's like he he might have the most power like, you know what I mean, to withstand some of them bull rushes, man. Because they just getting on, up on deck too damn fast, man. You know what I mean? And I'm like and they just, and from what you really see is that they're pushing them straight back into his lap. I'm like that has to stop to me, you know what I mean, for us to be successful because you can't keep asking this dude to roll out, you know what I mean, roll out every time every time you snap the ball. Is it's how- like, come on man, then the same time
0: is, you know? this just, is, is this is because they lost? Like, I'm 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 just trying to you know I'm trying
4: to. I'm trying to like, it looked like, like the Denver game. It looked like the Denver game to me. Mean, the KC game looked like the Denver game for defensively. Nah, bro, got, as our front, as far yeah, as our front, they got eight across
0: the-, the line. Like we cannot just sit here and hold one person. Again. Connor McGovern wasn't just the only one getting whooped. Everybody got some. Yeah. Zach Martin got some. Yeah. Connor Mcgovern yeah. got some. Lyle Collins got some. Still got some. Y'all want to switch everybody? Do, we, do, do Y'all want to just move everybody? Got to play with it though, right? You got. You got to work through it. You got whooped. Now get back into here and, and, and let's see what we can do. But they all got whooped, uh, 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 Rick. So I don't. I don't mind moving everybody because yeah. everybody got whooped. Uh, I think again this is part of that overreaction. Cowboys fans overreact to not, every single well, loss. Not, I don't every lo- I don't about, think me nah, personally nah, 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 nah. Listen, I'm not overreacting. Yes, you are. Every single loss. And I'm, 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 I'm I'm watch this. We lost to the to the Bucks, everybody everybody say. Connor McGovern and and Tyler Biatish, kick him off the bridge. We lost to the Denver Broncos. What did everybody say? Colin sucks. Connor Williams, whatever. He actually had a good game. Kick him off the bridge. We lost to the, who is this right now, the Chiefs. Everybody up front, move them around. Let's move everybody around, kick them off the bridge. It's overreaction to every loss. What happens when they win? Nobody says any goddamn thing. So it's, it's an overreaction, man, to it's a, it's a one loss, bro. It, it's
4: not about the loss so much. It's how we lost. You know what I'm saying? For me. It's how we lost. Because I think even with the Bucks lost, we still had a good chance to win that game. It was a couple little screw-ups. That's the reason why we didn't win that we, game. We didn't have a chance in this game. We played a good game. Huh? We didn't have a chance in this game? I said we had we had a chance in that bucket in game to win that game. So, it was a couple little screw-ups. the reason why we didn't win that game. Well, but what I'm saying times, is <laughs> did they not have
0: a chance to win in the Chiefs game is what I'm saying.
4: It was 19, It was 16 nah. to 9. We had, a, we had a chance because of the defense and special teams. We had a chance. Sure. But I'm saying we could not. For some reason, it's like when we get out physical on the line, it seemed like the, the tent folded up, man. Boom. That's all I'm saying. No, you ain't
0: lying. The games are won and lost in the trenches.
4: Yeah, that's all I'm saying, Scott. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, if we play playing musical chairs, don't get me wrong, Yes, I do. I I agree with you in some sense to where, it's like, we can't keep moving everybody around. You know what I'm saying? We can't keep moving everybody around. But at the same time, too, we do have to have an open mind about it if these dudes keep getting pushed back in this guy's lap. How can we expect that to do his job?
0: Who who are these dudes? Can you please say the names?
4: Okay, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say that left tackle position. I, I really believe, like, I mean, that left tackle, I me mean, left guard position is so just the weaker link on the on the line. I understand Tyron Smith not there. I get that. Okay. That that's a, you know, what I mean, that's a big deal. Right. I get that. But what I'm saying is that's between the left guard and the center. Those those two positions seem like to be our weakest on that line. So you want to make changes you know what to what the saying?
0: left guard and the center
4: is what you're getting at. If I keep seeing the same thing, yeah, I do. Like you know, I, I really do. I'm just saying that for as me, okay. that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? I might be totally wrong, but it's my opinion. How do you, you feel know about? And, how you
0: feel about Biotis move? I thought Biotis has played has played well over the last. He's been
4: He's played a little bit better. I give him that. He has played a little bit better. You know what I mean? He hasn't. You know what I mean? He hasn't been having the mental breakdowns he was having a little earlier. Mm-hmm. But that's just me, man. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just saying. Let's not. My whole thing is like this: Let's not rule out Kyle Collins going back to left. No there. one's, oh. no one's
0: ruling, no one's ruling it out at all. But I, I think we got to stop acting like number one. Um, what that one move is all of a sudden going to make things a million times better. I, I will go back and and, and remind you guys: <laughs> the Cowboys ran for, uh, who was it? One hundred eighty-nine. Oh, that's a different one. That's a different one. Hold on, where we at here? Ran for where we at here? One hundred ninety-eight yards. One hundred sixty yards. Two forty-five. Two hundred one. Uh, and 122 without Lyle Collins over there. So it, it's not it's not always about just this one. To, the most important player on the line ain't your left guard. It's Tyron Smith. You give me Tyron Smith in the lineup, I don't give a damn who plays over there, Rick. I don't care if you put me and you there. I'm good to go.
4: Okay, but can I ask you one more question? I'm going to get up all, out of here.
0: Sure.
4: Now, off those good running games, who is playing right tackle? That's what I want to know. Lyle Collins
0: wasn't playing.
4: What? 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 Wow,
0: Collins is not an issue in the yeah. run game, Rick.
4: But I would say, has we have we got a, a hundred yard, a hundred, hundred and seventy yard game with him playing right tackle?
0: And one, just one, just one game of the two or threes played. Yeah.
4: Oh, Okay. All right. That's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. I, you know, I ain't trying to ruffle nobody's feathers, man. But I'm like, to me, you know, I'm just, I'm like. They still have to come up. They still have to keep everything on the table. Far as from my from my standpoint, they have to keep everything on the table, just in case Williams not working out and Conor McGregor not working out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because we gonna face. It's about to get colder. It's about to start getting cold. You know what I mean? It's about to get colder, and we about to start uh, playing some teams with some good defensive linemen. You know what I mean? DTs that that's gonna push the power back. And if our right. left guard's not holding up, you what we gonna do, games,
0: bro? Like I love Lyle Collins too, but I've seen Lyle Collins get pushed. Like we 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 as fans have this fantasy that linemen don't lose. It's 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 strange, man. And I get Lyle like it's another option. I get it, but Lyle's gonna get pushed back too. It's gonna happen. It 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 happens. And it doesn't happen as often as uh, all you guys keep saying, and it doesn't happen as less as somebody else keeps saying. Like, that's just the reality of the NFL. These guys are good on the other side, and you're not going to have five pro bowlers, Rik, on the line. You're going to have a weakness at it. some point. And Lyle Collins could be your weakness at left guard, too. I've seen him get pushed back, even at left guard. So, like, you're not going to have a perfect line, man. But I appreciate you, Rik. I got to get going, man. All
4: right. Peace.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chavance, man. What's up, Chavance?
9: What's going on, Sky? Hey, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've been listening the last couple of days, uh, some of the callers. Um, today, I, I think one of the good points about the run game was the, the lack of creativity. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like we have, we have two good running backs. So if Zeke is hurt, why not run him five to ten times and run Pollard ten to twenty? And I feel like it's because they don't want to have to face those questions again about, hey, why are we paying this guy this much? You know what if Pollard breaks out again, then they got to face that. And I feel like they're just afraid of answering those questions. Fuck that. I'm sorry, but (laughs) forget that. Put put the best guys. Put the right. Put the best guys in and win the game. I I thought we were done with the Jason Garrett politics, nice guy stuff. Like let's win. Let's go win some football games. Yeah, I'm not sure. What do we got to do?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. What's up? You know what I mean.
9: And and the players got to ask themselves, what are they willing to sacrifice to be a better team? Uh, I mean, is what's the issue with Collins moving the guard? Is it because he doesn't want to, or is because he's not good at it? You know nah. what I mean? Like, if it's because you don't want to, well, you know, the team's more important, no, no, right? No, no, no. He didn't say why that. Don't, don't do that. Don't don't head? that. Don't
0: do that. Don't do that to Lyle Collins. i, mean, I He did I'm, not I'm, say I'm that. I'm
9: just saying, like, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, these are things we need. The team needs to ask themselves. Like, we don't need to know. It's none of our business. But you know, like, they gotta. Uh, it's part of that identity they're developing and what clicks on that line i understand like the big word is continuity you can't just throw guys around and expect it to work i mean it's it's a process so
0: and they're trying to figure understand that out i mean stuff you got to like give them credit happen. they're they're trying to figure that out they are they're trying and like we said yeah, if it doesn't yeah. work out with McGovern you got options you got lc you got connor williams to move back there you got options so they are trying to figure that out
9: now another thing I was gonna say is, I mean, I've played every sport under the sun, man. Um, I haven't played ice hockey, and this kind of reminded me of one of those games where, just, it seems like everyone took a turn making a, a mistake or a bad play at the most inopportune moments. And and because they took turns, and it was everybody, it was like, the, it just nothing would work. Just you know, just never got in sync, never. Whatever. If it wasn't uh, a penalty, it was a mistake. And if it wasn't a mistake, it was a referee. And if it wasn't a referee, it was a... That's just a bad game. man.
0: It was overall bad game. And and like I said, I'm going to find this Lewis Riddick tweet because Cowboys Nation overreacts far too much in regards to bad games. But uh, but go ahead.
9: I'll tell you what. uh, When I called, I thought the only time I'd be dropping the F-bomb was when... I started talking about how they used the replay to throw a penalty after the fact. We sure could have used that in that Bucs game. At the end of that Bucs game, everyone saw the replay on that, but they didn't call pass interference on the offense. So why are we calling penalties after watching replays?
0: I don't That's know. Not the good. Yeah, the, 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 That's not know, a thing yet. Referees, and I appreciate you for letting so me be a fan. I you so know. mad.
9: I was screaming on my TV like it was going to hear me. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Hey, man, appreciate um, the call, yeah, girl, man, brother. We got to get going. All
9: right, my bad. I was just going to say, it's it was just an off game for these guys. It just didn't
7: Indeed click. It was, Go man. get it
9: together. Yep, thanks. Hey,
0: Mel, what's up, Mel? <laughs> <laughs> I got to get moving, man. These lines here. I might as well be able to get to everybody today. <laughs> man, I'm dying laughing because the overreaction, bro, it's is crazy. so funny. Can I read this real quick? so funny. <laughs> Can I read this real quick, Mel? Lewis Riddick said, "Player and team development is a never-ending process. It's stair-step process, not a straight-line trajectory to the top. When good teams/slash players have a bad game or games, that's what it is—a bad game. Does it mean they are fundamentally/slash structurally deteriorating? Talking with and listening to the players and coaches from these two teams in particular have been a uh, football education one-on-one. He's talking about the Chiefs and the Bucks." He says never yeah. was there any panic since that they needed to do drastic changes etc they understand the long game and what it takes to get to the end successfully that, that, that I can't explain that any better than what Lewis Riddick said relax man it's a relax. bad game, oh my man. goodness it's a like, bad move, game the guard. move 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 Tyler move uh move Connor to center move
10: <laughs> I feel like man y'all gotta calm down bro like y'all gotta calm down yeah. like man let things play out let things play out like it's it was a while before they even decided to move Connor Williams right. and it really was the penalties. It really wasn't so much it wasn't like his. Play. Actual and I didn't even pre- get to that, man. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> like it it took a while and and the other reason to move um over to the other Connor was also you looking at a contract situation because Connor Williams more than likely is not going to be back next year. Sure. So, you know, if you really if you're really looking at it, it's a it's a it's a broad – it's a big-picture thing when you're talking about moving all these players around. Mm. Lyle is not going to guard. <laughs> like, you doesn't know. seem like that's
0: what they want to do. I mean, I feel like that's going to be no. one of those great glass in case of emergency situations where, you know, uh, what's the cast name? McGovern is a drastic failure. And then, let's say – because I think they're going to go back to Connor Williams because I think they're sending a message to Connor so if McGovern fails – Connor's play wasn't mm-hmm. an issue. It was the penalties. And if you put it Connor was the back, penalties. Yeah. It wasn't his play. No, it wasn't his play. So if you put Connor Williams back in there and and he's bad again, then I think the the break glass. You put Lyle Collins over there. But um and again, that's not something what? that I'm opposed to. It's just that right now when I'm speaking about with Reek, we're talking about run blocking with Lyle. What are we doing, Lyle Collins? Run blocking. <laughs> he's one of the best well, run blocking like, run like tackles. If-
10: if Lyle was, was at guard, was that going to hit um, Gallup on that wide open play? No. Anyway. Like, the, the, the stuff the stuff that y'all are spending all this time stressing over had nothing to do with why we lost the game. <laughs> like, y'all got to relax. Like, that had nothing to do with why we lost. Like, the, I mean, but I, uh, onto the run game, like you were saying, man, the three yards and a cloud of dust, that's we we gotta we we gotta do something there.
0: Man, you got a chance you know, against this defense. They they're not the best run defense in the in the land. Uh, they got some players up front in Gawkway and and what's the cast name Max Crosby. But I think you can you can get something with them. They, they they've given up a lot of rushing. You can get something with
10: games. them. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't watched much of the Raiders, but you said something earlier, and I was like, I wasn't planning on calling in because I was working. I was listening to the show, but when you said TP. 17 to 19 touches i said oh that sounds beautiful yeah like if we man we gotta get that dude that dude gotta get more involved especially if we're not gonna get any explosive plays out of zeke like just no explosive plays you 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 gotta get you gotta get tp in there man you gotta get tp in there and i love i love zeke on a personal you know not like not not an personally, but you know but, you know, I got love for Zeke, and I love everything he's done here. I love the kid that he is. But, I mean, if we're talking winning football games, like, hey, man, we got to do what we got to do. Like, get TP that ball more. Like, you got to get you got to TP that ball more. I don't care about starting and, and all of that and this, that, and the third, but get that man a ball more. He sat way too much in that uh, – in that see, uh
0: in that Chiefs game, right. he, he sat way too much. They went they want series without even t- giving him a touch and I just find that strange. And this is not new for me. I mean, a lot of these a lot of the fans are, are new here, but I've been saying this since he was drafted. I, I felt like he should easily be getting minimum 8 to 10 touches minimum. Um and that, and, and right at this point in year 3, it probably should be going up to anywhere between 12 to 15 minimum. Because he's he's that good of a player, good of a runner, and a good of a change of pace back. And and when when Zeke is hurt, that should be north of fifteen touches, north. Uh, so you know we'll see this week. I think this would be a good week to flip it, flip the script, uh, get Zeke some rest, maybe bring him in on third downs, right, to pass block or whatever. But uh, let T. Can we get a game where T. P. touches it twenty times? I'd love to see it.
10: Oh, I um, mean, you said it. You said it before, but I think now it's kind of really leaning. Uh, we need more TP, but you said this before. TP and Zeke is better than TP or Zeke. Mm-hmm. So yep. they, they 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 got it. They got to get you know he he has to touch the ball, and uh, the last thing, man, I'm gonna let everybody else get on. Um, they gotta they gotta stop. Like it's like okay when somebody come back, they just completely forget about the other guy. Like said Wilson was playing really well for us. And then when Gallup came back, it was like I think Seth Wilson got like one snap the game before.
0: Well, he was th- he was nursing an injury, remember? I, I oh, was he? Okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, he I didn't nursing. know. Okay, yeah. okay, I
10: didn't know. Okay, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. I was like, damn, you know, they just they just threw Seth Wilson in the garbage can, like you know, like he he been balling, still let him get in there and you know get a route in, but okay, I didn't know he was nursing an injury.
0: Yeah, I think it was a shoulder or something. He he came in there and did that trick play. That the penalty got called back. Um, but yeah, he had an opportunity on Sunday, Mel. You know, had, oh, yeah, no, 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 no,
10: no, no. I'm making no excuses for him on Sunday. Well, I mean, I'm not making no excuses for nobody on Sunday. They right. all
0: sucked. Yeah, every day. Yeah, and and that's the thing. When when a game like this, how the heck are we singling out? Well, you know what, Conor McGovern, what are we talking about here? The entire, <laughs> <are we> <laughs> the entire offense was awful, and I promise you your, a left guard change is not fixing what happened in that game, man, they like this. That game was just an entire cluster f. It it just was. Um, let's see what happens moving forward. They got a shot here at Thanksgiving um, to reevaluate themselves and get them get get everything back on track. And I'm sitting here watching and showing the highlights. Joe Mixon had a game. He had a game, y'all. He had over 136 yards, I think, rushing a rushing touchdown. Now, with that said, that game was actually 16 to 13 with five minutes left in the game. So, the Raiders' defense. Yeah. Per play, the, the yards per play is actually top ten, but their overall volume stats, they, they're not great. Um, so I don't think you can take these guys lightly, like I said, with Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, is, he's a solid one-tech. And then they, their, their calling card, if we want to get back to the Raiders, their calling card is actually their pass defense with um, Casey Hayward Jr., bro. He is locking dudes down. Absolutely locking mm. dudes down this year. He's only given up like 120 yards total and 13 receptions this year. And then I like Trayvon Morrig in the back. He's helping them as well. So that's their really their calling card. Uh, avoid yeah. Casey Hayward. And, the, and the,
10: Raiders, the Raiders offense is just in complete oh, shambles man. right now.
0: They're they, they
10: can't run. They can't pass. they just in complete shambles. Yeah. I mean, and the reality of it is, man, I was looking at the Eagles schedule last night. And the way they playing, I'm going to be honest, I don't see another, like, glaring loss un- except to us. Mm. Um, the-, the way they playing, I don't see another, like, oh, that's a loss on their schedule. They've got the Giants. They've got the Jets. They've got Washington. All those are teams they can beat. But the reality is they already got six losses. So we just got to not get to seven losses. We don't get to seven losses. We win the East. We end the playoffs. And as we saw last year with Tampa Bay, Anything can happen from that point. So, in the reality, man, don't get the set. we lose if we if we uh, if we end up losing seven games and we don't win the East, fire everybody, get rid of Dak, everybody move Connor Williams and move blah 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 <laughs> and all that other stuff. But if, yeah. as, long, as long as we make these playoffs, man, we keep it in we keep keep pushing. We be straight.
0: Yeah, you're right, man. You're right, brother. Hey, appreciate you, man. All
10: right, bro. Later,
0: man. I, if we lose seven games, man, that would be a travesty. But context context and not every team is healthy but my goodness when you're going to be getting back a lot of really damn good players and i'd argue when you get back just half of those dudes um i'd argue to find a team that the cowboys can't beat now if you're without a lot of these dudes hell you're without tyron smith i feel a little leery but if you're without a lot of these dudes you got a problem you got a problem uh, we got two more. We got to make it quick and then we're going to head up out of here. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, seven, five, four. What's up? One second. Show. There you go. What's up?
5: Actually, you found your sh- Oh yeah. How's it going, man? Name is Marcus. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thank I you, found Marcus. your show actually from Boston party. Okay. Huge fan of all of y'all. You guys do major things on the internet for the cowboy community. This one to call in. I agree with, uh, a lot of the things you've been saying, people have been saying, offense needed to get it together, that experimental uh, kind of the govern that guard didn't like it. I didn't think the Chiefs game was the game to do it. But, yeah, it was hey, rough. We learn, We live and we learn, you know.
0: It was a rough time to switch uh, it, man.
5: That,
0: Real quick, if I could touch on that. Yeah. I was okay with it because I, I thought I was under the assumption that Tyron was playing. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. You get, you know, your all-pro, all-world, Hall of Fame guy exactly. back. But I woke up on Sunday, and I'm going to lie to you, I a little queasy. I a little queasy when I'm like, Terrence Steele was about to go out there on the road against Frank
5: Clark and Arrowhead. Oh, this yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. And it
0: just <laughs> didn't work out. It didn't work out.
5: Exactly. Yeah, I felt the same way when I heard uh, Amari Cooper was out, too. I was like, damn. Oh, yeah. So at that point, I expected, you know, Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown to step up. But, you know, that's a learning experience. I'm sure they'll go back, watch the film, and they'll come out this week firing on all cylinders. So I'm not too worried. On the defense, though, I want to push all the linebackers except for Michael Parsons off the bridge. <laughs> I
0: ain't mad at you, man. I'm disappointed, <laughs> underwhelming, Keanu Neal. is not going to be here next year. Uh, it, I think yeah. it's, it's, it sucks right now from an athletic stan- athleticism standpoint that Jabril Cox is hurt. Because I think if you if you had Jabril Cox, I, I would definitely be like, you know what, let's run this man out there for 40 plays, see what happens while we got Micah on the line of scrimmage. When they do that with those games, right, when they move Micah down, I would love to see Jabril yeah. Cox because we don't have another linebacker that all year we haven't had another linebacker that's been able to be uh, consistently good when Micah's not in the middle.
5: Exactly. And I thought we would get that from Keanu Neal, but fortunately, no. So... Yeah, that's all I had. Just I know we're gonna do big things against the Raiders. I'm not too worried about them. I just know everybody's gonna Sorry, that's my daughter. Everybody's gonna come in and do their job. We're gonna bounce back from this week and move forward.
0: A great opportunity to bounce back against this Raiders team, man. Appreciate the call and appreciate yeah. the support, man. Feel free to call in more often. No problem. All right, final call of the day. Got my guy pre med in the building. What's up, pre <laughs>
5: Hey man. <laughs> Hey, um, I'm not gonna try to touch on the Raiders. Right, I mean, the uh, the Chiefs sloth too much. I just thought the one disappointing thing was the motivation while we were losing on offense. Oh. It, it looked like it looked like my high school when we used to play Allen, and everybody would just give up before the game even started. That's what it kind of looked like, and I was just that. That was just demotivating for me, and the defense was up playing. That energy what I wasn't really there, right? About, yeah, yeah. But I really called about is how do you like how they just activated uh, DL for a 21 day practice
0: So they haven't <laughs> We just talked well, about, we just talk about that. So they haven't yeah. yet but they're about to. I think it's I think I was assume this week by the end of the week they're going to activate him and I and I hope and pray he's available next week against the Saints. But yeah, we were just talking about that.
6: Yeah, we were like you we were like, well,
5: since they're 7 and 2, they feel like they don't have to, but now they're talking about Randy should be back to play against the saints and then okay. Tyring gonna be back this week i think all the, i think all of it is so funny now that because we lost another game now they're activating everybody i think that's hilarious but
6: <laughs> but yeah that, that's all i wanted to say man i had i don't have much today so thank you man
0: hey no i appreciate you brother thank appreciate you. the pre <laughs>
4: yeah.
6: oh, so. man all right
0: man let's get back into the chat here Robbie said, I rooted for LVE, but he's getting lost in the wash. I did too, Robbie. I did too. And I was wrong on him. Um, I, I said, you know, healthy. I think LVE can be this and be that. But, but I think the injuries may have taken a toll on LVE, man. It's a wrap. Did anyone hear Sky talk about Rod Marinelli? He did an interview yesterday describing how well he knows Dak and why he thinks the Raiders stack up well. You know what? I, trauma, I, I don't know why that went over my head, trauma. I appreciate you bringing this up, trauma. Rob Marinelli, the defensive line coach for the Raiders. So yeah, this could, could this be one of those things where he knows this offense, he knows this coordinator, he knows this coach, some of the players, and he could help out Gus Bradley. I mean, I I, I think he has some type of insight, but no, I di- I didn't even think about that uh, trauma. I'm gonna have to go back and uh, watch that watch that interview. He says he thinks the Raiders stack up well. I mean, well, no CD Lamb, no Amari Cooper, yeah. If they don't have Tyron, which I think they will, yeah, you stack up well. You do. And, again, I, you know, I didn't go all the way through their players. Maybe I'll go over it more tomorrow, y'all. But we talked briefly about where's he at? Casey Hayward. Here he is. Briefly about Casey Hayward. I, I promise, y'all, the dude is playing some of the best ball in the NFL at corner, at the cornerback position. You might say, well, Sky, I don't got any interceptions. Yeah, the boy ain't giving up. Uh, receptions. (laughs) He's given up 13 receptions for 143 yards this year with a 45% completion uh, percentage when targeted yak wise. So if he, if you catch the ball on Casey Hayward, you're going down. He's only given up 41 yards after the catch. So Casey Hayward has been playing some of the best ball and he was a guy that I really wanted uh, coming into this, into this season in the off season. Uh, I thought he would have been a great veteran guy opposite, of Trayvon Diggs. Now, Anthony Brown has played well this year, so that kind of, you know, mitigates itself. But, I mean, A.B. playing good. but Boy, Casey Hayward's a beast. And he's he's going to make it real tough um, on this team, especially if, if there's no C.D. Lamb. If there's no Amari, well, there won't be an Amari Cooper. You, you don't have a lot of weapons. You just don't have a lot of weapons when both of those guys are going on the outside. Uh, donation here. Wow, big one, man, from Miss. Charlene. I mean, I got to got a present for that one. Super chat. Thank you so much, man, for the ninety nine ninety nine donation. He says, love the channel. I try to watch the morning and evening shows. I want to say big shout out to Stevie Mac, the mod God, Stevie Mac, 23, always on point and keeping the chat respectful. I appreciate his services. So do I. Miss Charlene, thank you for the donation. That's why I call him Stevie Mac, the mod God. He he is. I mean, I don't know everybody's moderators or whatever, but one of the best mods that I know of and uh, since day one, he's been a, a major, uh, a major, major reason why we've had, I think, a really good chat on the in the YouTube community. So definitely salutes to Stevie Mack, man. Peace. Uh, real quick, as we, we get on up out of here, I, I do want to finish off on some of these guys for the defense. Uh, Nickel cornerback Nate Hobbs is starting to come around too for the um, Oakland Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. He's coming around a little bit as well, and, but, but he gives up a lot of yards. That's the thing with, with Nate Hobbs, and that's going to happen when you have a nickel guy, a slot guy. They're going to give up a lot of catches and a lot of yards and a lot of yak. That's the one thing he's been giving up. So if there was a guy that you want to target in the secondary, it would be in the slot. That's why you hope CD's playing because he's going to give up the reception, 88% when, when targeted, and over 230 yards yak. But, 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 if you try to go deep, the guy that you got to watch out for is Trayvon Morrig. We talked about a little bit with Foots. Trayvon Morrig is a guy I love coming out of college. I would have loved to have him here as a safety. God dang on Raiders. Took him one pick before the Cowboys. And from all accounts, if I remember the draft season well, the Cowboys were very interested in Trayvon Morrig. And from what I hear, they might have took him. It didn't take him. The rest his history. The Cowboys selected Kelvin Joseph. And so far, the rookie season is pretty much going to be chalked up as a wash, as a shirt year. Uh, that's what I believe. So, um, Statistically, man, he hasn't given up a touchdown. Only 21 yards. Credited with 21 yards. Now, safety is tricky, right, to, 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 with the data. But still, man, 21 yards. So, their best bet to beat the Dallas Cowboys is to make them one-dimensional, hobbled if they're hobbled on the outside and let Max Crosby and Ngakwe get to the quarterback because even if they don't get to the quarterback initially I think they have confidence in their back seven uh, or their back defensive backs to hold up just a little bit longer and get a coverage sack so I'm not sleeping on a Raiders defense it's not a great defense by any stretch of the imagination I think you need to get the ground game going this week you better get it going against this team because if not now you're just saying Max and Gakway, tee off, brother. Tee off. Let's see what I got to say in this chat here. Uh, Will Perry said, fix the O line, better play design, a play calling from Kellen, more misdirection, just sweets, pre snap motions. I think we're going to see all of that at home, Will. They do that. A lot at home. I think it's the crowd control. It's the fast track playing indoor. It's just the confidence of being at home. This team, in regards to how they call plays, is the confidence in which they call them, I think changes depending on where where they're playing, in my opinion. And at home, they do a lot of that stuff. I could be wrong, but it just feels that way. Scotty said, I know that game had a bad taste, but I've never seen a fan base lose their minds when their team is 7-3. and three. Welcome to Dallas Cowboys fandom. <laughs> that's just that's just Cowboys, man. Robbie Raffer says Crosby could be a problem. Let me fix that for you. Crosby will be a problem. Don't lose your minds, Cowboys Nation. He's going to beat. He's going to beat Lyle Collins. That's going to happen. If Terrence Steele's playing over there, he's going to beat Terrence Steele. If Terrence Steele's playing on the left, Terrence Steele's going to get beat. Don't lose your minds. It's going to happen. We just have to hope that this front doesn't get owned like it did in Kansas city. Cannot have that. If that happens, we're in it for a long day, man. And we're going to need number four to be Superman. Hmm. We need to be Superman. Um, I feel you on that one. CJ So let's see what Smith and McGovern. And then we can talk. Yeah. I would like, I would like to see it. Right. I would like to see Tyron Smith, Smith And Collins, think about this for a second. We've only seen one game with Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith on the field together. One game. That's a game they put up 29 points and had the lead against the defending Super Bowl champions. And it took them a bullcrap drive and all these penalties and whatever and kick a field goal to beat them. So that's the only game the Cowboys have had. They're booking tackles. And we're ready to just write that off. I'm not. You know, let's. Let this play out. It hasn't played out. I feel like we we react and overreact to to one game. And it really is one game of a certain situation or lineup when like like Mel said, let it play out. When it plays out, if it if it doesn't work, then you go back to the drawing board. They let the Connor Williams thing play out and they said, okay, let's see what we got in Connor McGovern. And like you said, CJ, I would love to see him next to Tyron Smith and let's see what happens, man. And, um, If it doesn't work out in the next couple games, go back to the drawing board and and figure this thing out. Figure this thing out. Yeah, Manny, we'll talk about this tomorrow, y'all. He says, who's covering Waller? In my opinion, he's explosive, more explosive than Kelsey and goes downfield more. Yeah. Tomorrow, I think tomorrow's going to be fun to talk about because the defense is going to be more exciting to get at because they had a good game, right? No one wants to hear about the offense. It sucked last week. The line sucks. Everybody sucks now. Let's do all this stuff, right? The defense played well. Um... They have some weapons in regards to Waller and Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr has been a decent quarterback this year. So tomorrow, possibly with the Koye, got to get with the Koya, Uh, We're going to break down the Las Vegas Raiders offense against the Cowboys defense, and I think that will help dictate what ha- dictate what happens in this game on Thursday. If the Cowboys offense can can get the momentum going and get the crowd involved. I think you'll see our defense can get the momentum going and get the crowd involved. I think you'll see the offense have a little bit more confidence uh, at home and should be better. All right. So listen, appreciate you guys joining me. Thank you for the super chats uh, sponsored by Miss Charlene today, but not nah, all the super chats. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for the calls. You guys were awesome. I love chatting up with y'all. Make sure y'all tune in later tonight with Mauricio Rodriguez. He, all, he always brings good stuff. And if you can't tune in, Check out the replay on all the podcasting platforms. And I think we also have them up on adzsports.com slash Dallas along with our articles. So make sure y'all keep on rocking, man. Keep on rocking. That's right, Steven McDonough. Drop that back. Tomorrow, Cowboys D, Raiders offense. I like the matchup. I like the matchup. They got to come to play, man. They got to come to play. CJC. <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow, 8.15 a.m. Central-ish. That's what we're going to do, CJ. Appreciate y'all. Peace.
3: I want me some glory.